0: go to the App Store and download the Anchor app for free or go to anchor.fm to check it out.
1: Are we ready? Yeah, I think we're ready. For fans, by fans.
0: Section 336,
1: the next generation of Baltimore sports talk. Today on the show, on this special Father's Day edition of Section 336, we sit down with our own father and talk all things Orioles and all things fatherhood, all that and more on this edition of section 336. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to Section 336, the next generation of Baltimore sports talk. I am your dearly stuttering host, Matt Soroka, and as always, I'm joined by the button lover, Josh Soroka. How's it going? And on this special Father's Day edition, we're also joined by our father, John Soroka. Welcome, Dad.
2: Hey, it's good to be here.
1: Yeah, we're excited to have you. I got a lot of questions for you about... Fatherhood. This is going to be a good show. I'm excited about it
0: because it's your your first Father's Day. And we
1: got yeah, real interesting dynamics here. We have a Dad who's been a he's been a dad for what the past thirty six or so years, a veteran of this of this fatherhood game. um All the all his kids are grown up and out of out of the house. Um, some have moved farther away from home than others. Uh, and then we have Josh, who's who's also who's has a, a, a two kids in elementary school and a kid just starting kindergarten. And then we have, I think I got that right? No,
0: way middle wrong. Way school. wrong.
1: Two.
2: One middle school.
0: One middle school, one uh, elementary school. school, one preschool.
2: Oh. But other than that, it was close. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, they're, they're, they're,
0: they're just my nieces. Yeah, uh, yeah, hey, at least you got it right that they're girls. And
1: and and, 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 and I got one that's five weeks old. Uh, he grows up so fast. I remember yeah. when he was just four weeks old. He grew up really fast. Starting kindergarten, right? Uh, but before we get onto that, I got... Because I got some questions for for my dad and for you, Josh, about fatherhood. But before we get into all that, mm-hmm. I got. It's been a while since I've went on a little bit of a rant here to, at the top of the show. But I got a little bit of a rant um, from yesterday's game. Something that kind of bothers me. Really? that bothers you.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just glad that we're not having to wear wear uh, paper bags today.
2: Yeah, I mean that was the other option, paper bags. Yesterday's
0: win at least gave us a little bit of hope that maybe this team can turn things around. We
2: were yeah. going to go with paper paper bags, and only one of us would have holes.
1: <laughs> be tough to do a show like that. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't even I have holes like for my eyes. Just at least hold for my mouth.
0: Last week we decided to go go in the positive, the positive end. Yeah, well, I'm
1: going to start off with a little bit of negativity here. All right, uh, go for it. Something that kind of grinds my gears. Right, uh, Wade Miley's line yesterday. His line. He laughed. Oh, you were complaining about this at the game. He had a
2: no-hitter for how many
1: innings? You guys don't even know what I'm complaining about. Can, can, can I, I, know I get we, to it? You were, I know a what you're scope complaining about. When I
2: drop the ball, let go through his legs. Oh, it's
0: unbelievable. Uh, the the no-hitter would have gone further if Seth Smith didn't play that ball poorly. Exactly. And then fall. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he had a no-hitter going. Okay, a no-hitter. A ball for he, a while. He had he an ovation.
2: No-hitter. He, he Once you let the no-hitter go... You can imagine the de- dejection and weight. So go ahead, slam in some more. But the yeah, I'm just dejected.
1: saying he allowed six runs. He had four walks. One, gave unearned, one but unearned. One unearned. So he's still in five innings. He gave up five runs. Not every, bad. Not every, bad. Every Oriole pitcher does that. Yeah. Yeah. that Show yeah, me an Oriole fine. pitcher that doesn't do that. His that's ERA
2: fine. is still below most Oriole pitchers. Have.
1: That's fine. And, and, and Oriole fans, when, when, when he left the game, too, he had the ERA about nine in the game. People clap for him. And that's fine. If you want to clap for him, I really don't care. It's fine. Uh-uh. Here, here's my bigger issue, though. Yes. Wade Miley, uh, when he, he let off the game, the first batter, he, he walked him. Third batter of the game, walked, walked him. him. After the first batter, I know it's the first batter of the game, but I, 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 I booed him. I gave him a good old-fashioned, boo! You suck, Wade. What are those numbers? Right. I think, and here's my rant, there is not enough booing going on. Given Wade Miley's history of walking guys, you start off the game you walk the first guy. I think that's very boo-worthy. If it was Dylan Bundy out there, I want to boo well, Dylan Bundy. But that's very
0: boo-worthy. Right. There's a big there's a big pushback about booing your own team. Yes. And uh, that people that don't think you should boo your own team, even if your team has played like crap for a month. Yeah. And these same
1: people who say you shouldn't boo your own team, they want Dan and Buck fired. Well, they're the keyboard keyboard heroes who on Twitter and Facebook and Mastin on and uh, Rakibaka's blog are talking about how the Orioles suck, but when they go to the game, they just sit in their hands and won't boo. I would argue. No,
0: they, they don't boo. They, they, they sit behind us and talk about what they're going to write on the blog and, and the message boards.
2: I think you have a right to boo.
1: Yeah, and I, I would say this. I, I would take it a step further and say not only do you have a right to boo, I would argue my fandom is better than your fandom if you don't boo. You, you are better if you boo than, than if you don't boo. Why? Because I'm, I'm passionate. And if the Orioles play poorly, and if certain players continue to play poorly, you should boo, because you should boo poor performance because you care. Well, if you don't care, you just sit on your hands and let it go. Well,
2: not only that, uh, the seat I was in, I think was $36. A couple bucks of that was Wade Molly's contract, probably. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I'm paying to see an excellent performance, and I'm seeing a major league pitcher who can't find the strike zone continually.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and, he, and then when he gets up with a seven-run lead, and he walks on with a seven-run lead, well, he, walked I'm very, he walked
0: the very, he walked the very, very first batter after after the Orioles scored all those runs for him. But then
1: in
2: retrospect, I mean, if you had anyone to boo that day, I was saving all my booing for Asher. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll be very honest. That, think,
1: well, that whole inning, Asher uh, Blair, Blair, whatever yeah, his name let's is. Talk about, Our, he Asher. He comes back in. Yeah. And I'm more I'm more concerned. I know we won the game, but you, this is what you boo, boys and girls. Alec Asher comes in, gives up a home run. Then gives up a single, then gives up a single. right' not get anyone out, and right. then he's pulled. Yeah, you boo that. Complete you failure. That. You and, that. and if it hurts his feelings and he doesn't want to pitch and count in counting yards anymore because he's booed, I would say good did, good. Good, did, good. Back to Philly. Did you That's notice? right.
0: Did you notice there were still a few people clapping as yeah. as Asher walked off yeah, the I field? Yeah, I think it was Cardinal fans.
2: Didn't we get him from Philly? Yeah, for a cash. I mean or he something. wouldn't have made it out alive in Philly. Yeah. Oh he no. He just got booed in Baltimore. Yeah, right. he
1: got booed by about me and five of the people. Right. We oh. weren't even throwing batteries. And then and then Barr comes in. Understand at this point you still have like a five run lead. Blower comes in to do one thing. To pitch to one left handed hitter. And if he would have given up a single, I would have been annoyed, but I wouldn't have booed. But you walked the guy. You just give right. him a free pass. He doesn't have to earn just a free pass. Especially when so you got, I, a I that. got a huge lead. And you're and you're not finding the strike zone. Yeah. So and for the record, when Hyun Kim last year, opening day, let it be known, I did not boo. No one at this table boo Hyun Kim no. because you only boo for bad past performance and continue poor performance. Hyun Kim had no no performance prior to opening day, so I don't know how you could boo him. Now, if Hyun Kim would have started the season like he started spring training like 0-30 or whatever it was, then you can boo him. But I've never but but booed Hyun Kim, but i tell you who I do boo. Who do you boo? I boo Chris Davis when he looks at a third strike three called. I boo Buck Showalter when he brings in uh, Hibato Jimenez in a run-run game in the eighth inning. Because that's bad coaching.
2: Terrible coaching.
1: Absolutely, I boo Kevin Gossman when he gives up a home another home run on an O and two count. I'll boo that crap. I will boo Kevin Gregg. <laughs> Kevin, <laughs> Kevin, Greg. Greg. <laughs> Kevin Gregg. Kevin <laughs> Gregg. Well, maybe well, right, you got booed opening day with well, yeah. a or something. Because he, no, that was, no, that wasn't was Kevin Gregg. What was the guy's name? Rodriguez. Uh, that was Rodriguez. Yeah. Because he blew two saves. He blew a game in, in Tampa, Tampa. that comes home and then
2: he blows the opening day <laughs> game. Uh, yes. Yes, he should have been. Yeah. Well, I,
1: I, at some point we've also booed Kevin Gregg for his closing. season. I'm sure. Yes. But uh, and, I'll boo a closer who can't close games. Yes, right. Yes. All those things are acceptable, and not only acceptable, you should boo. You should boo when players suck. The way our starting pitching has been do- has been playing the past month. Fans, you need to you need to not just sit there and cry about. it. You need to boo. Boo if, poor performance Because it shows you care
2: If it's a continual problem Like O'Day will have a bad game Every one out of ten You yeah. wouldn't boo that one game it, No
1: Because you know what you're getting at it's, right. it's, a, it's a build up You'll never right. hear me boo Dil- Dylan Bundy You'll never hear me boo Trey Senior for getting out no. Right yeah, I mean, even guys like
0: Adam Jones. I would never boo Adam. Jones. Even yeah. Manny Machado, as frustrating as he gets, Ooh. he's getting close to that edge at the plate, but then he wows you in the field. Yeah, it's. it's
1: I, I would never boo Machado for misplaying a ball a third. I wouldn't boo him for misplaying a ball right. a third. But I would boo him maybe for getting thrown out at second. Maybe I get booed for or that, not,
2: or not running out of double,
1: or play not ball running out of double play but, ball. But, but when Scope has yeah. his sixth
0: error of the year at second base, it gets a little frustrating. Yeah,
1: and and. The money plays some small factor. Like when Chris Davis strikes out, he's making all that money. Right. Play some, but Alec Asher's not making any money. I'll still boot you. Well,
0: and with Chris Davis, the watching strike, it's like you're not even trying. And it's like if you're sitting there and you're telling us you're there to swing the ball hard and smash the ball, you won't bunt because you're paid to hit the long ball. You got to mm-hmm. swing. But
1: but my point is, the Orioles are playing terrible. We went to the game yesterday. I feel like I boo and some people give me some sidelong glances. No, (laughs) you should join me in the booing when your team's not playing well. And I know we got... uh, Last week, the Orioles were sucking and we came out all positive in the show. This week, the Orioles, we just witnessed them with a whatever, a seven-run win, scored 14 runs or something, and now we're starting off negative. But I just wanted to get that booing thing off my off my chest before we get to the Father's Day stuff.
2: Oh, I hope you feel better. I feel better. Okay. I feel good.
1: That's good. So we all agree it's okay to boo. Yeah, it's all yeah, okay to boo. Yeah, okay. I
2: mean, yeah. Exactly. It's just like by, by, by one of my pet peeves is when a batter uh, accidentally uh, throws the bat into the stands on a missed swing and it leaves his hand there and, and – some people feel compelled that that individual who caught that bat has to return it to the player. I think it's...
0: No, no, no. You never return the bat. No,
2: know. But some people really believe that. I, I, know, I,
1: I, I don't know what that has to do with booing, but you know, you don't... Well, it's, it. it's fan decorum. It's, it's fan the decorum. overall fan decorum. Right. And and to this, you know what one of the things that bothers me the most, or maybe not bothers me, the thing I love the most... Is when an opposing team hits a home run. That's not what I love. I don't love when when you throw it back. I love the throw the baseball back. Yes, that you hit this home run. I want nothing to do with this baseball because that's the coolest thing to catch a baseball. Right. But to say no, No. I don't even want this baseball. I'm rejecting this. Yeah.
2: I'm rejecting. Yeah. Yes.
1: If if I was that like a Rod's game when he hit five the 500 home run and I caught it, I came yards. I would throw it back the 500 home run. Sure. Because it's the coolest thing ever to throw back a home run. Yeah especially an opposing team home run. When your own team had said, I'm not to throw it back, but if, if you shouldn't you, throw if that If you ball. know
0: that ball is getting you money, you hold on to that ball.
1: Oh, yeah. That's your philosophy. Yeah, I'm more of a principled guy. You're more of a money guy.
0: See, Fine. you you want to throw it back to A-Rod to a- and say, I don't want this ball. Wouldn't you rather hold on to that ball and say you
1: can't have it? No, you know, you know what? I take it. I take a Sharpie. I sand my Destroy name on it. it and Destroy <laughs> the I ball. With it. I draw an inappropriate male body part and then I throw it back. <laughs> so, so
0: that when you go to the Hall of Fame, you can say, Look, Silas, I drew that on the ball. That's right. Yeah, and
2: I, I appreciate your integrity of fandom, but but it gets destroyed by your your love of the wave.
0: Yeah, it gets yeah, yeah.
2: Right, it does. Oh, it dad, that takes all eyes off cre- the game. Yes, it kills your credibility.
1: I know we had this, t- show, this discussion on the show before, but I've never really had it with my father here. <laughs> uh, I, my, my, my argument for the wave, dad, is, is yes. it contributes to fun, that people are there to have fun, no. that people can watch the game and also do the wave at the same time. You're they there. can stand up and throw their hands You're up. I've watched the people. They cannot do both at the You're same there time. are for the game. Okay. 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 What about the crab shuffle? Should we get rid of that, too? Uh, yes. Uh, yes. It's too old yes. right now. It is. And, Dude,
2: uh, and, uh, I figured it out. The first couple of times I got it wrong, now, right. uh, now I'm going to it. Because roll. there's only
0: three videos they play, and right. it's, uh, it's a video A, B, or C.
2: And I can pick the catch up once in a while. to win a race. I'm tired of that one too. But that's that's neither good. There.
1: Well, it's, you're far from picking the catch up every time. Yeah, well, you're yeah. like,
0: I think that I think you're a week late. I think I that was our discussion have, last week. with get rid of all those videos. I don't
2: even look forward to it. I don't even look. I don't even relish that race anymore. To tell you the truth. Yeah. Well,
1: you, you, know, you know what? You need to you catch know, up with the discussion we, we had last week, right?
0: Because we talked about it last week. What we need is Mr. Freeze the freeze yes whatever that guy is down in atlanta yeah it's a, a race cool race guys we racing. need that's that if we're not going to have racing presidents give us mr freeze yeah something
1: or, or like michael bourne is he doing anything right now can we just get My, My, michael bourne to be mr freeze and <laughs> and run around the outfield yeah. racing people or or even better michael phelps OK, he's he's
0: apparently will race, race anything now. He's racing a shark, sir. Right. 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 He's going to race a shark. Right. Let's yeah.
1: have him up here to race some things. How do you race a shark? Is that shark going to be like unleashed just swimming I'm out there? I'm guessing they got to be, be in. I think I'm being a track. How, how does how do you race a shark? Do you, do you think it's like how they
0: race greyhounds with the little rabbit on the on the thing? that goes around like you yeah. think they're going to put like something on the on for the. I, I think they're going to tie chase?
1: something up to Michael Phelps, the back of his bathing suit, a little piece of meat, and he's got to outrun the shark. Now that shark. I would watch
0: if it's if it's a outrun the shark or you're losing a leg yeah. that that's 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 what I call shark week put
1: something on his little ankle little yeah to dangle that at the end of his ankle I don't That'd know if you have point. to I think
0: just like human flesh is good I don't think you have to put anything there we
2: digress yes
1: I don't know do sharks just I thought sharks were relatively friendly unless they see blood in the water or well something. then there you just slice his ankle a little bit yes yeah see, there you go there you go uh, we were uh, my dad was telling me before I got on the show. Uh, this is the the ten year anniversary. of Getting lost in or in getting Africa. found in found Tanzania. Yes. Yeah, uh, you, you can go back. We did a whole episode of, about Africa in the archives, pod one oh seven. It's not one oh seven. I just made up a number. I don't it know. does not have a number. <laughs> it's uh, a
0: special bonus. It's bonus, it's a bonus episode. I, it's po- I think it's bonus episode two. Yeah. I think we did one bonus before yeah. it. I think it's the second one we did.
1: I got spoiler alert. I got lost and then I got found. Uh, 10 years ago today. So that's a I, fun fact. I
0: think the episode is called Matt Dies in Tanzania.
1: Yeah, that sounds about right. But I didn't die. No, he's here. I'm right here. All right, I want to get to some uh, fatherhood talk. I, I'm, a, I'm a new father. This is my first Father's Day. But I saw someone, never mind, never mind. I saw someone on Facebook say Happy Father's Day to someone who the baby was still in the womb. I'm not sure that really counts for a happy father's day. If the baby's still in the womb. Well, it not depends. Well, I don't yeah, know. I mean, if you believe, believe life is, 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 when's yeah. life start, yeah, you, then, you, then this is, is your second side.
0: father's day. I don't know why yeah. you're making such a big deal about this. Yeah. All right. Whatever.
1: Well, okay, fine. so, um, I have some questions now, now, no, still, whoa, 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 yeah. back. let's
2: back this up a little bit. It yeah. still wouldn't be his first, it would still be his first father. It son. still would be. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I wasn't, I Dude, wasn't going to do, I wasn't
1: going to do the math.
2: <laughs> oh, well, I just did well, mentally. Uh, that, you know, no, it doesn't
1: I, last, a kind of pregnancy great. doesn't last 12 months. Right. I don't know how right. the, it doesn't take 12 months to make a baby. Just I takes one, one moment, boys and girls, one moment, a poor decision to make a baby. Remember that kids <laughs> got a lot of young listeners. Just want to throw that reminder out. One poor decision could make a baby. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so where are you going with this? Oh yeah, yeah. I got I got some questions about raising a kid to be a baseball fan. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. I, I want to start here. Uh, when a, especially in our day and age, there's a lot of with young people, a lot of experimentation going on. Um, I want to use Josh here example. Josh, when he was a kid, I know he experimented some. You get this wrong all the time. He experimented a little bit. You remember this, Dad? He experimented a little bit with the Miami Marlins. Yeah, yeah. wearing a hat sometimes. I've More, never. I mean, Florida Marlins back then. Thank <laughs> the you. The big Marlin in the bedroom. The I big Marlin the in the bedroom. Okay, she big has... Marlin in the bed. Yeah. Hold um, on, on, There was no
0: big Marlin. There
1: was a Marlin. There was a Marlin. There was a Marlin in there before. Depends <laughs> like on. Yeah, definition of Marlin. The, That was right when they uh, uh became a franchise. Josh yeah. kind of jumped on that bandwagon. I think now, it was the colors. And now, now, I think
0: it was a Celebrate Baseball.
1: Okay, this question is not for you, Josh. This question's for for, for dad. At any point Does sound like it? At any point where you're concerned that maybe you were raising a Marlins fan and not an Orioles fan. Were, were you like was there a time when you said, "Okay, I got to sit down with Josh and have a nice talk that you can experiment and explore a little bit, but at the end of the day, you're an Oriole fan, and you're and you're coming back home to be an Oriole fan. Yeah,
2: I always thought, I always knew where his allegiance. You know, I I never pictured him coming out of the closet on that issue, um, at all. You know, I thought, yeah. I thought he would stay. We've had this true, discussion true many fan. times. He just had a little. A little you keep trying to use the same analogy that I mean, doesn't work. He turned work. his hair blonde one summer. Right? He did. Right. So, That's uh, true. And I I put the Marlon episode just like that. It was an episode. Okay. Okay. Right? Just an episode.
1: But but my concern is, what would you do? And is there any way to avoid this? Um, you're concerned about Silas, aren't you? Well, yeah. what if Silas decides? Because yes. I want him to choose to to root for who he wants to root for. See, that's a problem.
2: I, yeah, I no, you don't do you're, that. You're born. You don't do that. You're We're born, born about, an Oriole fan. Yeah, you're. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, you don't. You don't let them choose. My goodness, if you let them choose, you, know, you could end up with a Yankee kid.
1: No, I'm not saying this is hey, me. You could, but, or a
2: Boston Red Sox kid. How obnoxious would that be in I, the family?
1: I have a good friend whose um, in-laws are all Ravens fans. And and his he himself and his parents are all um, Skins fans. So there's some Ravens or Skins in both sides of the family.
0: Sounds really familiar.
1: Yeah. Um, now, he, his decision is to raise his kids to choose if they want to be Redskins or if they want to be Ravens. They have both Ravens jersey and Redskins jerseys. They're like three years old, four years old. Um, and he's letting them choose what they want right. to be a fan of. Right. Are you okay with that?
2: No, you know, you don't let them choose, right? I mean, Cher had that famous song, Mixed Breed. That's all i ever heard. That's what you're talking about, Mixed Breed. They uh, don't
0: have that. And, and at you what know, age are you saying they're, they're, they're smart enough to, to make that decision?
1: I don't know. That, that's an, don't know that's that's an
0: important life-changing life decision. But right
2: now, I would hope you're – got to start surrounding the kid with orange and black colors. Right? Hold on. The Here's the real question. Orange and black. Shirts have to be orange. How much
1: redskin stuff does Silas have? He has none now. And I've talked to the in-laws. The in-laws have been very supportive because my wife comes from a Redskins family, and my in-laws have been very supportive of, of making Silas, of making sure Silas is a Ravens and uh-huh. an Orioles fan. I've been hashtag blessed with I that. I gave you a Flacco jersey. Yeah, I know. I know he hasn't worn it yet, but he's worn Orioles gear before. Yeah,
2: okay, right? So um, you got to start doing that from day one, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I, I suppose. so. But do, you, do you think the, on the other hand, backed off on the Redskins stuff because the Redskins are so bad? Well, Well, well that's my next question. The goal of a parent, but the goal parent has many goals. But one thing the parent wants is for their kid to be happy, right?
2: Well, I don't know. I, mostly, it's, it's you want you to be happy. The parent wants the parent to be happy.
1: Parent but wants the parent to be happy. Yeah, yeah but usually, happy kid makes a happy, you, you
0: makes a happy, happy parent. So you so
2: you're you're become happy along the way. That's just a bonus. But you're,
0: you're concerned about kidding, about yeah. setting Silas up for th- what we were set up with with 14 years of crap. I think
1: I might have been happier as a Yankees fan or oh as a Red my. Sox fan because I would have been able to celebrate more World Series, whereas an Orioles fan, I get Jack Squat. So, wow. I mean, is it Except we did happiness have important and then The, the Orioles discussion? were still at least
0: good for most of our I mean, childhood.
2: you got to go, go for the love of the game. Love of the game. Right, and the Orioles are the, uh, it's synonymous with the love of the game. And, the and
0: no matter how poor the Orioles were when we were kids, we still had Cal Ripken to look at. So, hopefully, Silas will always have Manny to look
1: at. Okay. Okay. Hopefully. Um, we don't want another Mike Messina situation. But you're right. A your
2: parent always wants a kid to be happy, but you, you know, you encourage a kid to go in a certain direction. Right.
1: There's life. things more important. All right. it, it, to, to, I have also have concern. I'm, I'm expressing some of my concerns here with young sure. Silas. Sure. He's only five weeks old. I already know he loves adventures because whenever we get in the car, he, he gets quiet. He doesn't cry, and he's excited to travel. So I already know he has a love of travel, which I'll try to nurture. Um, also... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, as far as baseball though goes, well,
2: by the way, I if you con- were carried in a seat <laughs> everywhere you went, you'd probably enjoy life a lot better too. Yeah, that's but true. you got to walk to places. Well, right now, there's Solace Uber. Is everywhere he goes. Right. there's I-
0: Uber. I enjoy to be carried.
1: Yeah. I'll right, carry you later, Josh. Whatever makes you happy. <laughs> All right. Uh, I have a concern that Salas maybe just won't be into baseball. Uh, what do you well, do think, if your that kid's not into baseball?
0: Well, isn't that a concern? Like nationwide now with this whole play ball initiative and have a catch yeah initiative is is getting kids to pay attention to baseball again
1: one of my fondest memories growing up and dad you remember this growing up is uh it, we would there was that baseball field uh rip right yes. our house a very we were little kids. field a very back, yes. okay it, it seemed huge to it me it seems huge back then um, yes, I agree. and we would always go out there with neighborhood kids and play baseball yes. one of my fondest memories one of my concerns is currently I don't live in any type of neighborhood. There's no baseball fields right by my house. Josh is blessed to have a baseball field right behind his house. Um, so my concern is they're not going to be that opportunity to play baseball growing up, and so maybe he won't love baseball like I did. And so I, I'm concerned that he won't be into baseball.
2: Well, I grew up in the, inner, the city of Baltimore. There weren't no fields where I grew up, so we played stickball against the wall, right? A
0: stickball, right you, you got. You showing
2: gotta, your age a little bit here. Well, stickball. well, well wait a minute. The stickball was simply you, you painted a... The batter's box on the wall of a building, and then you march the feet off, and you pitch to a guy in the batter's box.
1: So, so you—that was it. You graffitied the building. Yes, that's what you did. You did, to, you did to, uh, graffiti the building. Yes. And how, how many players could, could you play with that uh, stick ball? It, it are, usually, are the rules of baseball the same with the, stick
2: ball? Yeah, no, you don't run to a base or anything like that. No you, running. No, no. It was, you know, so striking. what do you do when you hit the ball? Well, well, you you, you, you admired where the ball went. Oh, nice. You admired. Did Dang.
1: you use an actual stick to hit the ball? Or did no, you have no, a, baseball you a baseball bat? You I actually used a baseball. A baseball? Bat. A yeah. baseball or a tennis ball?
2: Uh, a hard tennis ball kind of deal. A rubber ball. Oh a pinky? Uh it was a step up from pinky. Okay. Curveball was pinky.
0: Yeah, curveball was pinky. But see you that then that's the that's the bigger concern is to to get a baseball game going, you gotta get ten to twenty guys yeah. and friends. So what you got to do? We know about that struggle, right? Yeah. So we had that struggle as kids, and uh, we still have it. Yeah, it's, right. It's, I mean, and softball. We, we had that people, struggle. We had, right? Yeah. We had that struggle today. But um, even as kids, we had that. So you'd have to get creative with games like uh, run down or pickle, yeah. and curve ball, and where well, you have to, uh, you got to go out there and play with your kid. Yeah, my dad and then just, just sign because you're gonna, gonna have to baseball. you're gonna have to sign him up for a baseball team somewhere because he's gonna have to go to like a red a field to play with other kids. Assuming he's in the baseball, uh, I, well, does I not matter da- at that point. You get, you get to make that decision for him for the first few years.
2: Yeah, I mean he'll play t ball, he'll play that kind of stuff. Whether
1: he wants to or not. He, yeah. it, they 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 don't make decisions at that point. They're just right. kind of mindless. They're being. robots at that point. Okay. Yeah, you
0: know, no, you, and they program uh, and They do what you. Do. Right. It's only a couple more months until you have to strap that glove on the right hand. Yeah. And and, yeah. and tape a ball to his yeah, left hand. How come, hand, Pops, how sure come you left-handed. never? How
1: come you didn't make any of us a lefty? We, we could have been. I could have been I somebody. Know. We, we could have actually played play baseball instead but of we're just here. Normal right-handers. Yeah. I don't, I don't we got know, nothing. I don't
2: know what happened there.
1: A couple comments from the chat room. Uh, Charlie Bird's watching the O's and 336 at the same time. That's what we encourage our, all listeners to do, to watch both the game, put it on mute, then turn us on. Don't watch us on mute. That wouldn't be very entertaining. Nah. So turn the game on that mute. work. Yeah. He also said that the bonus, that bonus episode, talking about uh, Matt Dies in Africa, was one of the first episodes he listened to when he found the podcast and has been hooked ever since. So we encourage you to go back. If you are just listening to the show, Go back. How can they find that? Uh, Matt Dies in Africa. How can they find that show?
0: I'll, uh, I'll repost it yeah, on, on Section336.com. In, in honor uh, of the 10-year anniversary. Yeah, it'll be up near the top under episodes. or I'll even put it on the front page, maybe.
1: All right. I got a list of questions here on this Father's Day that I'm just going down asking my dad. Uh, questions I want to ask about raising a kid in this day and age. Uh, my next question on the list here, Dad. How many diapers did you change uh, when we were growing up? Did you ever change a diaper? Did you, uh, yeah, I think I and, did, and but they weren't. I don't did. want to bring mom into the show, but right. I can bring mom to verify yeah. if we yeah, need she's to. She's probably upstairs still. Yeah, she's well, there's four still. kids, so I'm going with three.
2: Yeah, that's a toughie. I don't, I don't recall, which is a sad state of not being able to recall how many diapers. But there, I probably changed more, uh, grandchildren's diapers than my own children's diapers.
1: Oh, really? Yeah,
2: I, we did. Yeah, it was more of a uh, back then, it wasn't that, uh, macho
1: thing. How was how uh that's one-way parenting I feel like it's changed, right? Josh, how many diapers did you change growing up? Uh, did you change with your kids? <laughs> growing up, growing up. Growing up, <laughs> <laughs> up that's good. Yeah. Josh, um, how many yeah. all of them? No, I don't know. A bunch. Who changed more diapers? Mandy, I'm sure. Yeah. But what percentage do you think it is? You think it's like 60/40 or is it like 90/10? In
2: no, my case that's...
1: it's 95/5. 95/5? I, mean, yeah. I mean, she's home during the day
0: with the babies. So I'd say it's 75% her.
1: Okay. All right.
0: Why? Yeah, why? Where are you at? Other, you, well, you haven't changed your first show? diaper <laughs> yet?
1: No, I've, you I've haven't done it. You no. haven't done it yet, have you? I've oh, changed yeah. a lot of diapers. I was just curious to hear, hear Dad say how many, because I know <laughs> things have changed, right? That's true. The home has become a little more 50 50% sharing responsibility. So, so
0: where are you at right now?
1: I, I would say I'm probably at 35%. That's good. No, I'm probably that's closer good. to 40, 45%. But Emily. again, Great, Emily. <laughs> Emily. <laughs> I, I bet Emily would agree that's probably about 40%. But Like it's summer. So I'm around more in the summer. So when school starts, I'm sure that it will go down Uh, and be a lot less than 40 percent. But all right.
2: I can't handle that one. Yeah.
1: Um, Next question. Uh, Josh and I, I don't know exactly how the numbers fall out. We're at like the tail end of our favorite group of people that we refer to as the millennials. I'm uh, not, a, not a millennial. Okay. Well, I fall into the millennial category. Yeah, you do. Um, so does uh, Robin, my, my little sister. Does our older sister, yeah, Mark? Yeah, okay. Bert,
0: Bert and I cleared it.
1: Okay. So you guys cleared it. The rest of us fall into millennials. And, and Dad, you're familiar with the millennial we, we, term, we, right? We love the millennials. You're familiar with what we mean by millennials, right?
2: Mm, I know the term, but exactly again, what does it mean?
1: Uh, Josh, how would you define a millennial? Yeah, we always have this discussion. <laughs> how does that get defined? Uh, I always think the of- The whiny
0: kids that don't move out of their parents' home?
1: They always get a trophy. Always get a trophy. Oh, yeah, wow. Um, they, you know, they want orange slices at the end. Right. of Right, you got, you got to do everything
0: for them. No hard work. They, yeah, they want a title. Right, got to come into the workplace, be in a supervisor.
1: They I'm want not. someone to pay for their college education. They I, don't want to pay I, for okay. anything themselves.
2: So I would think that is the current generation.
0: Yeah, but let
1: yeah, not, uh, it's guys, yeah. it's guys in their twenties to to thirty five. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So twenty to thirty five. Okay. Yeah, right. the current generation. Okay. Yeah, that's not my question. My question is this. I feel like somehow you are to blame for the millennials because you raised to some of the millennials. You and your peers raised a lot of the millennials who are growing up now. These whiny entitled brats that are the millennials. Um, do you feel some responsibility in that? Are you like a millennial yourself in that you shirk our, all responsibility? You know, we get lots
0: of we get lots of bad comments when we, when I know. we bash millennials because <laughs> it's all, goes, yeah. Cause cause all cause our millennials. Yeah, because millennials the podcast, <laughs> they all get upset. When I know. We, when you I was this.
2: only responsible for four. Kids yeah, and. Um, they're all hard worker, all hard working individuals who don't uh, feel like the world owes them a living. So I, I'm okay.
1: Okay, okay.
2: I feel okay about that.
1: All right, fine. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think uh, I qualify for any of the a lot of the things that the millennials qualify for. I didn't need a trophy just for showing up. No, I earned no. my trophies.
2: Yes, yes,
1: absolutely, certainly. Uh, all right.
0: How's, how's your list over there? How's your Father's Day list going?
1: I, I've been looking at some. Uh, I would never purchase a parenting book to about mm. how to parent. I would never. Did, did you read any parenting books? Like when Yeah, you, we did.
0: Dob-
2: uh, we read uh, Dr. James Dobson's books, a couple of his books. Okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Wait, didn't you read the Benjamin Watson I re- book? I read ben, ben, uh, Benjamin Watson's book. Uh, here, here's what I'll read. If someone gives me a, a parenting book, I'll read it. And so, someone, our neighbors, gave us the the Benjamin Watson parenting book. Cool. I read it. Um, there's two other books that friends have given me that I are on my shelf to read that I haven't read yet. But I'm a little uh, standoffish to 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 the parenting books for two reasons. One, I feel like when I went to like when I went to Tanzania and when I go to Tanzania, I do I try not to overprepare. I just tr- try to kind of have an adventure, and I take all the supplies I need, but then just kind of enjoy the adventure that is. Tanzania. I feel like that same way with parenting where I got kind of the supplies I need but I don't over prepare. kind of just enjoy the adventure. And secondly I'm always struck that parenting is kind of different for every single human being. Yes. Like parenting this is like when te- other people try to tell me about classroom management. Well don't tell me about my classroom because my teaching style it, the way I do it is not going to work for everybody else. And so I feel like parenting is like that a lot too. Where the way you do parenting or the way Josh is parenting not all of it will um match up because you just have different styles so to say here's how you parent is a very difficult thing so that's why i've kind of been opposed to the parenting books your thoughts <laughs> your well, thoughts but well, since i read a couple of dr james dobson's yeah. books did, did which, you feel like that helped you make a, oh, make a better parent? really yeah,
2: well because i hadn't been there before right i mean let's suppose you hadn't been to a place before and you wanted to find out about it all the nuances you'd get a book about it well i had not been a parent before so i think those books really do come into play because i do think there is a norm to parenting if you would I, that the, the things are not blank slates that you have a responsibility to fill in that slate with that child as much as possible
1: oh, this is fair Josh. did you read any parenting I, I books read,
0: i didn't read any parenting books no
1: that that's oh the way no. he said the no, no, smugness no 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 my girls books.
0: are turning out okay <laughs> um there you go. There you no. Go. Man, I'm sure Mandy read some books. No. Yeah. I, I didn't read any books. Yeah. Emily's read a couple books, I'm too. sure I flipped through the What to Expect When Expecting book. I'm yeah. sure I flipped through that with Mandy. Yeah. But no, I didn't read anything.
1: All right. Well, it seems like... Uh, and, and I had the advantage of having uh, both my brother and my sister uh, have kids. And my little sister have kids before I did. So I could kind of um, learn from for, learn from them a little bit. So I wasn't a completely blank slate going in. Um but it, it seems to me so far in my five weeks of this, it's, it's fairly easy, right? You feed the Nothing kid. Nothing to it. Yeah. You, you, you feed the kid. Uh, you, you change the kid's diaper. Yeah, it's really um, – It seems re- pretty pretty simple yeah, here. I'm re- really overrated. A lot of people have written a whole lot of books about this thing, parenting. Eh, this seems hmm. pretty basic to me, pretty basic. But maybe it'll get, it'll get more well, challenging. Well,
2: when I started parenting, I had uh, a full head of hair, and it was dark mm. brown. Now mm. I have very little hair, and it's all gray. I think there must be something to parenting.
0: I don't know. That, that happens to a lot of people without kids too.
2: Um, I think it's, it goes quicker when
1: you have kids. Uh, it's probably true. That's probably true. Um, one question, if I can, uh, and I know we're getting a little w- away from sports. That's all right because these are questions I want to know about. Some That's serious fine. parenting it's, it's, questions. It's been a rough time to uh, to talk Just Orioles. So Leo. I think it's good. It, it's Father's Day. Yeah, it's Father's Day. And we got a young listeners. A lot of young listeners who uh, maybe get married soon. Maybe get having uh, having kids soon. Notice how I said married first, then the kids, right? I'm keeping it old school. Um, but a question I have about uh, about parent I've talked to, to some... I haven't gotten a lot of advice from a lot of people. I've gotten very little advice from very few people. But what, but one <laughs> one interesting piece of advice um, in conversations about raising a kid that I was talking to a friend about is when the guy became a parent, he had a lot of um, uh, principles, a lot of things he wanted to make sure... He instilled in the kid. He was very like, I want to make sure my kid does this does, right. this, does this, does this, does this. Sure. And then as he had one, two, three, four kids, and things got a little more complicated and like life took over, some of those principles he kind of looks back on and jokes on because often the reality doesn't match up with the principle. I know this is true for you, Dad. I know you shared some stories about apparently when Josh was a kid, Christmas was awful, uh, <laughs> but things had gotten better. Mm-hmm. So this that, struggle. Lots of things were awful. Uh, balancing this struggle of like all the things I want my kid to do, like for example, my kid's five weeks old. When my kids get older, something my wife and I have talked about is we would like our kid to eat what we eat, not to have to make a special meal every day for that kid. We want them, if we're eating rice and beans or whatever we're eating for that kid, to eat that. Now that's not something really good in principle to say, but reality might be right. hard to actually make that. I exist. agree.
0: I agree with that, but I give Camden a cheese stick if she's gonna sit there and cry.
1: Right. So how do you balance this reality with kind of? the principle of of how you ideally want this whole kid to grow up that question I, I think makes you sense.
2: start off um I, I think with Josh I, I start off really hard line and then you realize over life's experiences that that's probably not the best way to do it and then
1: Oh, uh, but so that's why Josh is the way he is. Uh you hate to see that. <laughs> you got to experiment with one child though. So he was the experiment child. You you learn what not yeah, to do. Yeah, look at Robin. She's yeah. a, you know, right, yeah. those, those books didn't work. You know, yeah.
2: the point is, though. I, I think um, I, I don't know. I, I, personally, I would still make the kid cry for an hour before I fed it a different meal. But that's just me. Really? You know? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean, life is about, you know, crying. You know, life's about uh, realizing that hey, sometimes you got to go along with uh, what everyone else is having at the table. Yeah,
1: and no, I mean that was just example. But there's that's a lot example. of things. What's but, that?
2: But that's just an example. Yeah. But but each parent has a different norm. Right. Yeah. But I was much too strict enough with the first child, maybe part of the second child.
1: You have seen even over the as, as we've grown up to really chill out a lot. Uh, I, I would <laughs> say <laughs> that's that's the marijuana. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to say you you seem to compromise your principles, but you seem to relax a lot. I think it's a great way to put it. You've relaxed a lot and not be so uh, so hard nosed about certain things.
2: That's now, good. I think that's good.
1: Yeah, so we're all at uh, at different stages in in, in parenting here, um, and I see that we're watching the Orioles game here on Sunday, and the Orioles continue to hit, which is good yeah. to see. It's, 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 it's to exciting
0: to see them hit at home. Yeah, Hopefully, that good. can continue. Do you see the nice? Was that a triple by Adam Jones? We just that was him? a triple. That's dead dead don't center don't field, field off, off the wall. Dead center field. Triples are one of the most exciting plays yeah. in baseball. I guess I right guess he did except for the home run, the inside in the, the park the home run. Yeah, but I guess his knee's okay after being hit on the knee yesterday. Did yes, you see right. a replay
1: about that? I never saw the no. replay because we ahead. were up in three three six, and Adam Jones took a, a shot, which I thought was to the hip. Other people said to the knee. Oh, it was weird how he went down. down. Yeah, yeah. He, he laid down like he was like about to race. That was when Adam Wainwright was still pitching. I think. Yeah. Adam Wainwright was throwing like sixty miles per hour. So I don't right. think he could do that much down. Did you
0: see the? Uh, did you see the uh, Trey Mancini softball double play? He had the previous inning. No. That pop pop fly to first base. Line drive to first. Or base. line drive to first base. He didn't catch it. Hit the ground. He picked it up. Tagged the, tag the runner trying to get back to the base. Did he hit the, hit the ground on purpose? Did he drop no, it on purpose? No, he didn't
1: do it on purpose. No, okay. He lost it. Because I did that before in softball, and they accused me of being Bush League. Yeah, <laughs> they, yeah they get, it upsets
0: them when you do that in softball. But
1: yeah, I think it's good strategy. But Trey got the double play, helped Duboto out. Yeah. What were we talking about? We, we got off track there a little uh, bit. Dad, dad was
0: really strict on me and Mello with you.
1: Oh, yeah. So we're, we're at different stages in our parenting careers here. Josh, I feel like he's in the middle of the... Like, if this was, uh, I don't know, what kind of analogy can we make? Are you trying to go with a storm? Is that
0: where you're trying to go? Middle of the storm?
1: Yeah, middle of the storm. I'll use a a baseball analogy. Josh is kind of, like, in the fifth inning with the bases loaded. Like, this is the game is up. It's only the fifth inning, so it really is not the end of the game, but... This could determine the outcome of the game. Josh, bases loaded, fifth inning. Uh, dad, meanwhile, yes. is uh, oh, yeah. it's over. Uh, the game is over. People I'm in are in the clubhouse. People, I'm in people the clubhouse are hitting the showers. With, uh, yeah,
2: with Tom Davis and um, uh, J- Steve Johnson's dad. I'm in. You're
0: Rick Dempsey up
1: there just yelling. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm no I'm one's Dempsey. listening, but you're yeah. yelling.
2: Exactly, that's me. That's my stage of life right
1: now. Yeah, and, and meanwhile, I'm, I'm we're, we're just about to do the O in in the national anthem. We're we're, yes. we're doing the O. Uh, so we're all kind of at different stages. Yeah, you're doing, doing the O. <laughs> we're doing the O over my house. <laughs> uh, but the... I'm just curious. Um, now that you... Uh, see, see, what happens with Josh... Josh's entire life now is consumed with these three human beings that are running around crazy in his house. Yeah, all so, girls, too. Yeah. And Josh is going to be like that for the next, I don't know, 10 years of his life. Right about that. And then they'll start to move out and things will get a lot easier. Um I don't understand It's going to be how... a little more than 10 years. Camden's only three. Okay. Well, you know, they move out young nowadays. Um, 15 years. Fine. Uh, Pops, from your perspective, how do, you, how do you live with... I mean, you, you, you have uh, children who range from the age of 36, uh, 36, 37, 38. I'm 37. Thir- 37. All the way down to how old Robin? I feel like she's 12. Two years she's... younger than you. Okay. So 31. Wow. Robin's 31. I thought I she know. was like 12. Unbelievable. Um, h- how was it growing up with four kids? Then they all leave and your life just goes on like normal how, how does one adjust because my because your life becomes so consumed with the children uh this is why a lot of parents get divorced after the kids True. leave yeah because their whole life is involved with the kids once the kids leave uh and i'm not saying you you should get divorced or anything dad Thanks. i love mom a lot so i think I. you guys should stay together i'm glad Thanks. you do Appreciate but h- h- uh, how do you this is some advice for josh here it's well, i'm far away but how do you handle that adjustment of them leaving the house and you're stuck alone with with <laughs> mom is, in the house. This is
0: so far from an Orioles podcast today. <laughs> it's a special is Father's Titched Day up. edition. I know, special Go Father's ahead.
1: Day edition. I'm just uh, we're having Father's Day talk.
2: Well, yeah, I think I think that's a, a real problem for most marriages who are who have been successful up to that point in time, right? Because you, yeah. you're true, and that means um, you need to uh, keep that relationship with your wife going while you're raising those kids, and it also means to have outside other things that that pull you. Uh, and, and gravitate you to we were involved in church store um, the other thing was as far as now uh, we have a date night every Tuesday night we still do things oh. together and we still travel together so I think uh, initially I think that was really hard but I think we've kind of got to a really good place and so you have
1: an existence and identity a life outside of just the kids which is it's great
2: yes yeah. uh, yes true
0: uh, you do. Na- Cause cause right now,
1: Josh's whole life is consumed with the, with the girls. <laughs> Three girls. Tri- yes. Trey Mancini just got another triple while you guys are talking oh my about gosh. afterlife. We're, we're here talking about deep stuff. Yeah, and Trey just fun knocked baseball it off left, left field wall. Triples. Good thing Josh is keeping us in the game. I know. You know uh,
2: Josh, you can join fun. the conversation I mean, wherever you want. Triples, triples
1: are fun. Be free. All right. I'll bring it back to sports. Bring it back to baseball. Um, a lot of my favorite memories growing up, a lot of the ways we interact as as sons and fathers is involved in baseball. Uh, or sports in general. Yeah. Watching Ravens games together, going to baseball games together. Yeah, and, and that was true even in elementary middle school. Some of my favorite memories are uh, I love specifically watching basketball games, going to watch Maryland games, or even watching high school games, or even just you coming to high school basketball games um, and talking about, being able to talk about uh, the strategy and all that stuff really with basketball.
0: Or, yeah. And even as little kids going to uh, Memorial Stadium. Yeah. And uh, all. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't talks. really remember that. That's before my time. Um, But a lot of my favorite memories as a child, especially not really with mom, not that I didn't have good memories with mom, but they're not really, (laughs) they're not really sports related at all. Um, But I look at kind of every kind of fond memory I have with you is related to, to sports in some way. Um, Would you say that that's true for you, too, growing up? Yeah, I think so. That when when you think of raising us, that might be different with the girls, I don't know, but at least raising the boys, very much connected and associated with sports in some way.
2: I think so. I think sports is an uh, an amazing bridge to relationships. I really do.
1: Yeah. Especially Uh, with your sons. Yeah, and that's the cool thing about a baseball game is you sit there and you're forced to sit next to someone for three hours. Four hours yesterday. That game was a (laughs) long game. Um, and just sit there and communicate with the other person about baseball and about other things. Where I feel like like I've never really enjoyed going to football games all that much because the whole atmosphere of football is more shouting and yelling and drinking. Yeah, it's it's and, not a good family atmosphere. It's not wow. like baseball. There's sitting. There's communicating. And, th- and some people call that boring. Uh, I call it good kind of spent with like-minded human beings experiencing this event together. And, and peacefulness. And community and peacefulness. For me, it's peace. It's, yeah. it's, it's,
0: it's going to a baseball game where the rest of the world kind of drowns out, box out. But Especially not. for all of you guys when your cell phones don't work.
2: But you know what? Yeah, let me talk about that for a moment because I think uh, I think lately that um, technology has kind of made its inroads in a negative way into communication. For example, I think now when we drive home from an oral game, we initially talk about it. And then I look around, and you guys, because I can't, I would be probably to be honest. But I'm There's driving. There's no texting
1: driving. Yeah, don't yeah, text you and guys drive. Yeah, you
2: guys are on your phones when you're. We we car.
1: just sat with you for and,
0: three and a half hours. Thank you. So you're you asking you, for another thirty if, minutes? If
2: you if you transfer that time back to five or six years ago, we would have be conversing all about the game on the way home. Now we're not, and yeah. and, that, and that's a real. I think that's a real thing that you all are going to have to deal with your children in a much more stronger ways. How do you? Uh, break that 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 hold the technology is getting on us more and more.
0: Yeah, well, I, well we, we have that this summer So w- where we tell our kids to put the phones down go outside and play um, Because we see a lot of their friends that spend the entire day and like all their summer just on their computers
1: I mean I would spend I would go over my friend Paul's house and we would play his Nintendo 64 all play, day play some WWF we would play <laughs> GoldenEye and WCW right. revenge, right? And that and that's all different. day too. And the mom would come down and say, "Go outside and play basketball, boys. You can't spend But the at least there, you're though. doing fellowship
0: with other yeah. boys. Yeah, it's it's different when it's more isolated. It's very isolated when you're on your phones or a, a lot of isolation. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. Orioles are crushing the, the ball. The, Orioles are back, baby.
1: Guys, the Orioles are back, baby. Yesterday, hitting dongs left and right. Today, fifth inning, already seven runs. Who's that uh, with the that, dongs? That's Zero. Castile And Scope had Still, one that yeah. was that Fowler <laughs>
0: stole. <laughs> Yeah, So they're just crushing this guy.
1: That's good, seven runs, because you know the Orioles give up at least five. That's right. That's true. You feel like this team has to get in double digits every night to, 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 to win. And uh, and we knew like at some point the bats are going to heat we all, up. Well, we this all said
0: once it gets summer, once it gets hot in Camden Yards, that ball is going to fly.
2: Yeah. But notwithstanding that, you've got to have good pitching, and that's still a question mark. Ubaldo's pitching well today, apparently. Yeah.
0: He's yeah. got to be a key going right. forward. We're and and you, not going to have to be there. Yeah. And that's what I... Yeah, you would think Duquette's on the phone would be on the phone saying, all right, the bats are back. I need a pitcher. Find me something. Yeah. And I wonder... I know you don't want, you don't want to get into Oriole talk. You got your list of
1: father no, stuff. Th- that's fine. And I want to know because this must be even harder for Dad because growing up, he witnessed some of the best pitching you'll ever watch yeah. for the Orioles. Sure.
0: Now he has to watch this crap. Well, have you watched a baseball game on TV recently? Jim Palmer. This has been driving oh, yeah. Jim, pa- Jim Palmer oh, yeah. crazy. He hates it. Yeah. He hates it. Um, but I... But... The rumors the past couple, week and a half or so, I think after our show, I don't think we talked about it last week, but there's been no. lots of rumors of strife in the clubhouse between Buck and Manny a little bit, and then between Buck and Duquette not happy. And you, know, it's got to be after games like this where Buck has to just be yelling at Dan, get me pitching. We're hitting the ball, get me pitching. Yeah, okay. They've got to do something.
1: Well, you know, if Buck was such a genius, you would be yelling at him in, in January – or in December, or November, not now, because the team is the team now. Right, but I think... And the the whole stuff about Buck and, and Duquette with strife, it, it makes me roll my eyes and laugh, because this is how it works. When a team's supposed to win and they don't, there's always strife. Right. This is what always happens. Sure. You have a team with high expectations who don't win, and all of a sudden, there's drama in the clubhouse. There's drama. Yes, because when people win, don't win, they're and they should win, they're unhappy. This happens whether you're playing a peewee-level baseball or you're playing in the major leagues. If you don't win, conflict happens. I, I guarantee there will be no strife, no conflict if the Orioles were in first place in the AL East right Of now. course not. Of course not. Because this is what it, it, you can mark mark your calendar by it. if the Orioles are in last or next to last, which they are right now, there's going to be conflict okay. and strife. It's not a story. This is
0: All right, fine. everyday business. Then here's the story. The Orioles are in second to last place. Yeah. But the division's so close, they're only still like five games out of first place. Yeah. So I used to be able what, to say
1: they're still in the wild card, but now I think there's they're two games out of the I wild card. I think
0: they're a yeah, game and a half or two games out of the wild card. Yeah. But all right, so now the Orioles are hitting the ball, and now we've got some soft parts of our schedule coming up. What do the Orioles do? What? Do they bring in a pitcher? Do
1: they let this ride out and see? Or
0: do we start trading?
1: Uh, I'm interested to hear, hear dad's protection. I, the the people who said sell all, sell all, sell, sell many Machado, sell… Yeah, those people were going crazy last week. Yeah, and if the Orioles continue to hit home runs, they're going to start to really shut up real fast, and they're going to feel really foolish a couple weeks from now. And
0: all those people think that you rebuild like in an offseason. Yeah. The people who are yelling haven't been through those 14 years of losing, and they yeah. think you sell Manny. The guy the guy sitting behind us yesterday, you weren't around during this, you went somewhere during the game. The guy behind us said, oh, we, we're going to trade Manny, and it's going to bring us three pitchers
1: and two fielders, and it's going to set us up for years. No, you it, don't get that. It'll bring you a few 19, 20-year-olds who may or may not turn into a Exactly, really exactly. It's, you, uh, Highly tired of prospects who will get back. Right, prospects. We know a lot about right, prospects right. here right. uh, on the Orioles. Exactly. And people will say rebuild, too. How, how do you rebuild? If you rebuild f- through the draft, that means you get one pick. And maybe, if your team's really bad, one pick of the top five. I, I could go past the Orioles' past top five picks – not all of them have turned into great players. Not all of them. Manny's sure. up there. Uh, who else? Maybe Matt Wieters is up there, and he was. And you can't build a whole team around just one great player. So you have to get really lucky. So it's just it's really hard to rebuild, and doesn't always happen. There's a lot of teams like the Mariners who I feel like have been rebuilding for the last 20 years. Uh, Dad, w- would you at this point, the way the Orioles season's going, would you say okay, um, knowing all kind of all the losing that we've been through in the past, would you say let's let's throw in the the, the, the towel here and. Uh, and start from start from scratch to trade Manny.
2: No, I wouldn't trade Manny, and and I'd I guess I'd still wait for someone to pitch in. Like Gosman concerns me more than anyone, right? Because he's got the stuff. Still throwing ninety six, ninety seven, but he's not striking out anybody. If he could turn it around, I think that this team has a chance to make the playoffs and actually still be significant in October. But it all depends on on the pitching. I I look at the division and I see. I I think the Yankees will fall. I really do. And they they, started to
1: fall. They've lost, what, six in a row? And they
2: don't have the pitching. You you see they're losing seven to six. Tanaka has been really bad, too. Sebasti has just got hurt. Yeah. So they don't have the pitching. I, the team that I still dread is is the Red Sox because they really do have the pitching. If you take Sale, if you take Price, if he gets his act,
1: together, just imagine them in a in a five game, seven game series. Yeah, they, they're pitching right, both pitching twice. Forget about Por- it.
2: Procello having a terrible year. I think he's like three and whatever. And yeah, lost game, big right? drop off Yeah, last big year. drop off there. But if he would get his, so I, I I think Boston's the team to beat, not the Yankees. So I would not be a seller. If, I I would like to see us get another pitcher. Uh, and so you'd like be a buyer a, here. I would be it, it, depending on where we go in the next couple of weeks. It's all mm-hmm. critical in the next couple of weeks. Yeah.
0: And see and that and by putting it on the next couple of weeks is really interesting because you can there's no rule that says you got to buy on July 30th. Right. We know pitching's the problem. Right. He should be trying to buy now yeah. if he's going to stick a, and stick f-
1: focus on this year. Yeah, I mean one of the reasons that people wait to to buy is the sellers right. are That's are the more sellers. Yeah. And and if you're a seller You want more than one guy, more than one team competing for your guy.
2: And what do you have to offer anybody That's then. that's the big problem. What do you have to offer in the minors? No,
0: and I I said for months, I said Trey Mancini's a
1: trade chip. You can't trade Trey Mancini right now. He's the best player on your team. Yeah, but Josh, that mindset is the reason the Orioles get in trouble in that nobody wants to trade Kevin Gossman when he's good. Now when he's bad, nobody wants Kevin Gossman. Of course, of course, except that Davis is hurt, and Davis is out probably through July. Yeah. So, but so, but Davis is is your first baseman. Trumbo is your right. subpar right fielder. So Mancini seems like the guy you can part. With. He seems like it, except that Davis is out. Base. So
0: you need him. You need him to play first base.
1: Okay. So when Davis comes back in July, let's say July 30th comes along, you're looking at Jose Quintana for Chicago White Sox. They yeah. want Trey Mancini and Chancisco. Go. As Bert go. says, who hangs up first? Right. Right. Go. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, yeah. It's it's, and that's the thing is. We need pitching, but I don't know how you get it done with with what we've got, except for some prospects. We've got lots of bullpen prospects, but I think everyone has lots of bullpen prospects. Yeah, a guy like Chancisco is your future catcher, so maybe you trade a real guy like Castilla.
1: But again, no sellers wants Castillo. A seller doesn't. Right, want exactly. A exactly. At want. that point, you're yeah. selling
0: to a buyer yeah. who's not going to give you a, a starting pitching. Yeah. So it's it's really interesting
1: uh, predicament the Orioles have, in and them. and some would argue, like what's the like what are we even doing here? So we get one more arm, we're stuck in a in a in a series against Boston. We're throwing up, right? Um, what does it even matter? We're throwing right. Bundy against Sale. Uh, Sale's going to win that all day. We're we're throwing up whoever against Price. We're throwing up Miley against Price. Price going to what's the point? Cause, well, well, but, uh, but, but
2: think about what two or three years ago we went up against Detroit, who had three Cy Young winners. Yeah, right, and we yeah. we won. Yeah. Right. So and you really can't say that all the time. And what's the best
0: it. move that the Orioles have made in a thing like well, this? Well, we it said, wasn't for a starting pitching. It was yeah. for a bullpen guy to shorten that. If you get, if you brought in another guy like Andrew Miller, and you and you get Zach Britton and Darren O'Day back in form, yeah, then you're sure. Who cares if Kevin Gosman can only go five innings? That's
1: good enough. Well, the problem yeah, is no one can, can, go, can five. go five innings now. Right. I mean, yeah. And the thing and that's if we're weird gonna, with if Detroit we're be
0: anywhere gossman tillman have to turn it around
1: yeah and we could talk about how we beat those three former Cy young winners against detroit but we really beat java chamberlain in that bullpen <laughs> it was the bullpen. That's who we really yeah, beat true, true. uh but but that's fine right and and that's... but i agree like get in the playoffs then roll the dice just get in the playoffs and roll the dice and we're gonna get in the playoffs i hope this year we'll definitely get in the playoffs th- next year if we don't sell and then we're gonna miss the playoffs for the next 10 years so <laughs> these next two years this is your window Right. And don't close the window early when you only have right. this, and you don't know when the window's going to open back up. So, is this, so, so it, it kind of feels like yeah.
0: let's play as hard as we can this season, see what happens, and do whatever it takes to get a free agent pitcher this offseason. Yeah, and then go out again next year.
1: And then it's going to be really sad next year when, at the end of the year, we make the playoffs as a wild card, we lose the wild card game next year, and then Machado leaves for nothing. See, that Britain happen. leaves for nothing, and all these other guys leave for nothing. And Britain, you're going to have to let go. Yeah, yeah. yeah, as but, an organization, you've got to determine you're going to have the money
2: put aside. You're going to have to decide as an organization. Are you going to pay Manny the X amount he's going to require, or are you going to trade him? Right. you got to make those decisions and I know next year. And I
0: know Manny, Manny's agent doesn't want to talk extension or anything. Now, obviously, he's going to want to wait, especially with the type of season Manny's having this season. He's going to want to wait until that free agency season, which means you have to determine as a team, are we all in on Manny or not? And you have to decide it next offseason. season so you know how to handle your team that year
1: yeah but if you knew um, and cuz dad's the only one here who can who's seen and remember seeing a world series cuz josh i believe was alive in 83 but he doesn't remember it I don't remember. he has a good memory but not but not not, not that good not nah, not that i was good. i was camden's
0: age i
2: was yeah. changing his diaper during the games well i don't think you were changing the diaper but I mean, someone was someone 5% of the time i was yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: but you would if you knew you were going to win a world series with Manny Machado you would, find, let them walk away, let everyone walk away for the chance to to win a World Series, right? Like, yeah. that's what it's all about. You play to win the game. Yeah. I, right. You could lose for tw- 20 years. I mean, I, I mean, there's a lot of people who constantly want to be in rebuild mode so they can constantly get young talent. But at the end of the day, you, your goal is to make the playoffs and then hope for something to happen. You can't build. That's another thing that people don't uh, consider. You can't build the Cubs or the Red Sox because their salary is never going to be there. Because so, what they've done is they've gotten young players and they've also signed – uh chris sales and david prices right and they can't afford to do that
0: right and they played in the international market right which we don't do because
1: they didn't sign sale but who they did sign is Mancada, who cost i don't know hundreds of million dollars and then they were to trade Mancada for sale so essentially they they kind of bought sale like that and we can't afford to to make those deals so we have to it's just a lot harder for us than it is for other franchises and other teams um blame peter Angelus if you want Blame small market size if you want it's just the way it is and I think part of
0: it, I really do think part of it is this limbo that we're in with the Masson deal. And I really think it's important for the Oriole, for the Orioles organization, for Masson, to figure that out this offseason. Because I think that has a big determination on where the money comes from for Manny. Yeah. And it's I think been too long. Yeah, it's it's been, been it's been way too long. it's been in and out of courts now for a few years. It's got to be settled whether it hurts the Orioles or not. We need a we need a finale of that. It's it's dragging on way too long. Yeah, and yeah. it's it's affecting the ball club. It's affecting how they spend money, and we got to just get over it.
1: Even if we lose it, we got to get over it. Yeah, what ends first the uh, investiga- investigation of Russian collusion in the election or whatever is going on right now. Or the Mastin deal. Well, what ends first? Oh,
0: so. uh, hopefully, the, hopefully the Mastin deal, because I don't think the Russian thing's going anywhere for four years. Yet. Yeah. Um, and yeah. and then and then that, and then part two of that is if the Orioles win the Mastin deal, how quickly does North Carolina get a baseball team? Yeah. For MLB to try to take more market share from
1: from uh, Angelos, because MLB hates Angelos. Yep. Uh, and then thing. The game. One, one more comment about trading Manny Machado. People say all the time, you're watching, and we saw him. Did he just make it? No, no Manny. Sorry, both teams saw, are blue. It's hard to, both it's hard teams to tell. Blue. I thought a third baseman dived on the line. I just assumed it was No, Manny. but
0: that play Manny made yesterday from 10 feet into foul territory,
1: Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah, we're watching. And that's what you're paying for. We're watching one of the best players of our generation. And before you go want to go and flippantly trade him, understand what you're trading away, right? One, one of the best players that like we've ever gotten to right. watch. Right. Like, Yes, and
0: you got to look at it like I made the Cal Ripken comparison before. That even when the team was losing, people came to see Cal Ripken. They came to be part of the streak. You've got that something special with Manny Machado. Yeah, that that if your team can lose every year, you're still going to have a Manny Machado bobblehead each year yeah. or whatever. You're going to have something for Manny Machado. You're going to get people in the season. He will be the highest number of jersey of sales Machado. every year.
1: Yeah. If they sign him to an, a new six, seven-year deal, I'd be the first one to sign up and buy Manny Machado jersey. And I, I, agree. I, bet, I bet. I think a, I got one, but uh, I'll, I, I'll get the new Under Armour one. And the, the moment he's he signed, they'll make millions of dollars off jer- jersey sales. Right, the right. moment he
0: signed. That was my argument for when they gave Chris Davis all the money. Once you sign a guy long-term. No one's buying Davis jerseys. Yeah, they because, did. Well, right, but not at the level that they're going to buy Manny No, jerseys. exactly. But the point. Is once you sign someone long term, no one ever talks about those jersey sales, which I assume the team gets a high percentage of those. Yeah, I don't know the math, but I, I doubt the, I doubt the I still player think gets any. It's a drop
2: in the bucket. It's a drop in the bucket. Right, but four hundred million dollar salary. Right, but
0: but but seats, people coming to the stadiums is a drop in the bucket. It's all about the TV rights, right. and if you want people to watch TV. You put Manny Machado on your TV. Well,
1: and, and because Manny Machado does the thing that you ultimately
0: want to do yeah, he's is a, win. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he helps and, you win. And he's a human highlight reel. Yeah, it's Let's turn on the game, even if it's in the background, to see what Manny Machado is going to do yeah. tonight.
1: There, there's a reason he's having a terrible year, but he's still going to be in the All-Star Game in Miami. He will be. Yeah, uh, right. You can count on it. Will he be? Is he winning the votes right now? Is he leading the votes? I thought he was in third place. He's in third. He's in third place. I I bet somehow he still ends up there, even having a terrible year. I don't know. Just watch it. Watch it. The Orioles. uh,
0: Maybe we could talk next week about the All All Star game. I think it might be Brock, and that's it for the Orioles.
1: Uh, I think Manny somehow figures a way in there, gets smuggled in there somehow.
0: I'd I'd love to see Trey Mancini go in there and represent the Orioles. Rookie year. He's having he's having such a surprising season. Yeah. I would
1: say he's having the best rookie year in <laughs> baseball, but there is a guy in New York. I wouldn't judge, yeah.
0: him,
2: that, I wouldn't judge him that way. Uh,
1: that's, right. that's exactly and, right. Well,
0: he also it also hurts him that he plays multiple positions, yeah. and the way fan voting is, I don't even. He's probably listed as an outfielder. You
1: know, we, we call Josh the button lover. We call the the zany one. We should start calling Pops the, the pun lover or something. Yeah, he's I all in with the puns so today. He's, he's the puns, all right. in the, all in with the puns.
0: Well, that uh, I have Father's Day episodes should be full of puns and dad jokes. Hey,
1: Pops, sure. who, who who who's better, um, Manny Machado or Brooks yeah. Robinson? You've seen them both play. The human vacuum cleaner or Manny Machado, who's better? <laughs> Manny Machado in his prime, which is right now, I think, or Brooks Robinson, who you saw. We didn't see it. You saw in his prime. Yeah. You, you know,
2: see, you well, know, Brooks never had the power that Manny exhibits as far as with the bat.
1: Um, no, def- defensively, though.
2: Yeah, defensively, I – you know, he has – Brooks – I don't know. I, that's a toughie. I love Brooks Robinson a whole heck of a lot in – the 1970 World Series against the Reds, no one had a series like that in the field and at the bat. Uh, until Manny does something like that in a prime uh, series, I'm still going to be old school and go for Brooks. Okay. You know,
0: yesterday, Masson did side-by-side shots after Manny did that, uh, made that play 10 feet off the f- in the foul territory. And they had a side-by-side of Brooks Robinson doing the same thing in a World Series game. Yes. The difference is Brooks bounced the ball to Boog. He did, yep. And, and Manny's arm is unbelievable.
2: Yeah. yeah that is, uh, I've never seen an arm like
1: that. It, it's, it's phenomenal. And from a guy who stood at Camden Yards and tried to throw from third to first, it's yes, phenomenal. Right, right. <laughs> It's exactly. phenomenal what he does.
0: But but Manny needs an, a World Series as an Oriole.
1: Yeah. But I think when you compare players from such different generations like Brooks, I mean, certainly, um, for a variety of reasons, Manny is stronger, more athletic. Sure. And yeah, in all that, those categories. Right. And, yes. And so you almost have to compare him with his peers. Where I and I don't know did Brooks have any? I mean, people talk about Mike Schmidt or Mike something. Schmidt, a, like, did he have peers who were people even compared Brooks to? Because people have you compare uh, Manny to uh Adrian Beltray or Nolan Arriando from uh Yeah, but you also Rockies. but you also got to put in it.
0: What if a guy like Brooks played today, where it's all baseball? He's in the training room constantly. Yeah, the science so and technology well, that's of I'm baseball you
1: can only compare it to your own generation exactly.
2: Yeah, and Mike Smith was the only guy that you could yeah, have an argument
1: Maybe was a bit better offensively, but couldn't couldn't right. hold. Well, some say he was very good Blub. at
2: third base. I didn't see that much of him, but I,
1: right. I, I wouldn't put anyone near Some Brooks. people from Philly probably said he was a exactly. exactly. good Club. Yeah. I mean,
0: yeah, we're, we're also in a different world where we can just get on our phones and see all the third basemen in baseball, yeah. where back then you didn't see that, and that was what made the All-Star game special. Now we got international or not international interleague play and stuff that kind of ruins some of that magic.
1: Yeah. All right, ready to get out of here, Josh. I appreciate uh, you letting me get in some some real Father's Day talk, and I brought it back to baseball yeah, for I, you. I
0: had a whole sheet here of Orioles talk all prepped. All
1: right. We'll do it next week, Dad. We appreciate you hey, coming hey, in so and uh, for here. the special Father's Day episode we haven't had you in, in a while because right. unfortunately no Oreo players have died i know that's a good or, thing fortunately yeah, yeah. that would be unfortunate uh, well if unfortunately is on the show fortunate that no former
0: Orioles I'm, have died i'm, I'm sure win. i'm sure we'll get him back since we're doing the whole uh, family vacation again in july oh, there we go i'm yeah. sure we'll record a few episodes maybe some bonus stuff down there
1: and i'm sure we'll bring that in yeah absolutely uh we appreciate him from listening uh appreciate you listening go ahead and write us a review on uh on itunes i'll read it next week Uh, Go like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram and and, and the Twitters. You can follow me on the Twitters at Section336. You can follow my dad on the Twitter. No. No. Okay. No, you can't follow him. Nice try. That's that's not his Twitter handle. Uh, It's just a no. At no. no. At (laughs) no. And you can follow Josh. At Josh Saroka. Thanks for listening, boys and girls. Happy Father's Day to all you fathers out there. And as always, go -O's. O's. Thank you for listening to the Section 336 podcast. Please go to iTunes and Facebook for all complaints or the occasional compliment. If I were you, I would not take any baseball advice from these guys. Josh and Matt were raised by
0: an Orioles-obsessed father, and Bert, uh, well, Bert fell in love with Don Mattingly. He has a thing for mustaches. Very good.